Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's make some trades next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Dave Richard to talk about some trade targets ahead of week six. But first, let's get Dave's thoughts on some of the big questions heading into week six of the NFL season. And first up, I, I had some, I did my rankings process Monday night and I, I was faced with some existential malaise while trying to do my tight end rankings just because <laughs> this might be the worst I've ever felt about this position, which is really saying something. So I guess the big question here, are we really trusting Taysom Hill as a starting fantasy tight end? Do you have a choice? I mean, think about what he is, what he's capable of doing. We all just saw what he's capable of doing. And if you drill down into, you know, past the first, I'd say seven or eight tight ends that you look at and you go, mm-hmm. okay, these guys are starters. What are you looking at? You're looking at big dudes who you're hoping yeah. can catch a touchdown. Well, I don't know if Taysom Hill is going to catch a touchdown very often. He has one catch on the season. But so I think it seems he's going unlikely. To, I think he's going to run for touchdowns. And he might even throw the occasional touchdown. And I'll be damned, man. Even with Sean Payton not there anymore, they love using him in short yardage goal line situations. I think he is going to stick around. Much easier to say in non-PPR that yeah. he's a guy that you have. In full PPR, it's a lot different because he doesn't catch passes. I like Hayden Hurst better, for example, this week. But I, I see people going after Taysom Hill. I'm getting a ton of Taysom Hill questions. If if touchdown or bust tight ends are still in the mix for people, he should be at the top of the list. He's a he's a touchdown or bust running back who can throw the football, but you can start a tight end in fantasy. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a weird situation. He's my He's my number nine tight end right now, and I can't tell if that's 10 spots too high or not, but (laughs) it's mostly just a a statement on how bad the position is right now. Like, You could start Taysom Hill, or you could start Tyler Conklin, who is Zach Wilson's number four or number five target. So it's like, yeah, I guess we're starting Taysom Hill. Yeah, he's he's sixth for me in non-PPR tight ends. He's 11th in full PPR. Feels gross. Let's move on to... uh, Slightly more optimistic uh, note. What are your expectations for Kenneth Walker, both for week six and the rest of the season? Pure dominance. <sighs> no, um, I mean, he could be. He's he's a very good running back. If you have a second, go back and look at his touchdown run last week. You'll see him cut back. You mm-hmm. see sharp vision. You see a burst as he runs away from the Saints defenders. He did that all the time in college. It's a it's it's really incredible that we saw that all on his big run. But if you look at other plays that he had, he's hesitant when he runs. He's still not quite sure of what he's seeing. I remember feeling that way about Jonathan Taylor once upon a time, where Taylor looked like he was this close to breaking a bunch of runs, mm-hmm. but he was just hesitating just a little bit. And what happened toward the end of his rookie year? He put it all together, and he was amazing. I think the same exact thing could happen to Kenneth Walker, except it could happen a lot sooner than it happened to Jonathan Taylor. He's going to be the running downs guy for Seattle. 
Uh, this week, it'll be DJ Dallas as their passing downs back. Maybe they're two-minute back. In the future, it'll be Travis Homer, who you can stash on IR. But I see him as, at minimum, a top-20 running back rest of season. And I, I'm, I'm a believer in the Seattle offense. I've been that way for a couple of weeks now. And I expect Kenneth Walker to be a very big part of that as the season rolls on. How about this? If I've got Kenneth, if I've got uh, Damian Pierce, excuse me, I would look to see. I know Damian Pierce has been awesome. I would look to see if I can trade Damian Pierce for Kenneth Walker and something else, maybe like a Keenan Allen or a high upside by low wide receiver, because Kenneth Walker could be just as good as Damian Pierce the rest of the season. I, I think I think he could be. The difference between the two is that when you watch Damian Pierce run, it looks like he's been a really good running back for about three years already mm-hmm. in the NFL. Walker doesn't look like that yet. Yeah, not yet. Uh, l- let's get some. Uh, let's get one buy low and one sell high candidate from you for week six before we go. Chris, the window is closing on DeAndre Swift. You know what he was in his first two games, 16-plus in PPR, and that was while he was splitting with Jamal Williams. He will still split. We don't know when he's coming back, but you know what the upside is. The fantasy managers who have Swift and a losing record, they need help. Help them out, won't you? Trade them someone like Miles Sanders for DeAndre Swift. Give Chris Olave and another player or Christian Kirk and a better player than what you'd give with Olave to go and get DeAndre Swift. If you're stocked at wide receiver, you could even give Tyler Lockett straight up for DeAndre Swift and have yourself a running back who does have potential to be a top 10 guy in PPR once he is back on the field. So we're going to count Chris Olave and Tyler Lockett and all those guys as your sell-high candidates? No, I, I think Lockett's a sell-high candidate, but my the biggest sell-high candidate that I could tell you is Marquise Brown. And and Mike Williams is kind of right along with them. They're they're kind of the same thing. They're getting tons of targets, especially over the last two weeks. They both have a veteran wide receiver on their way back. Could be as soon as this week for Mike Williams. It's going to be next week for Marquise Brown. And I just can't help but think that when those veteran receivers are back, the tried and true targets for their quarterbacks, they're going to lose something. They're not going to mm-hmm. be over 25% target share week in and week out. They might be closer to 20 They also might be close to 12%, which is what Mike Williams was in week one. And he's just been so up and down over the course of his career. I don't see him doing what he's been doing the past few weeks once Allen's back. And to wit, in 2021, 16 games they played together, Chris, only six times did Mike Williams have a 20% or higher target share. That's a good number. All right, that's going to do it for Fantasy Football Today in 5. We'll be back tomorrow with some start-sit questions for week 6. We'll see you then. 